Welcome to the Yin Yoga Podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Ryle, and your practice today is including a technique known as nerve flossing. All of the nerves in our body really rely on a beautiful state of fluidity, sliding and gliding through the various tissues of the body. I have several clients at my studio right now who are managing some sort of sciatic nerve pain. And so this practice I offered to provide some go-to strategies and techniques for them as they are managing and healing from this pain. However, my students who don't have sciatic nerve pain also loved this practice because it feels absolutely wonderful. Now, the issue with sciatic nerve pain is that it does take a very long time to heal, and it requires a lot of patience and a multimodal approach. But this is one strategy that you can do every day to start restore function and also more accurate sensing in the body. For your practice, you'll need to have a blanket. You may also like to have a bolster and a couple of yoga blocks, though those are much more optional. I hope you enjoy your practice, Yogi. Let's get our props set up first, okay? So have a blanket up near the front of your mat, and for today, the front of the mat is going to be the center here, yeah? Bolster and blocks are going to be up toward the front of the mat as well, but make sure they're not too close to you. You'll grab them closer to the end of practice, okay? So... They're up there, but not in your way. And then when you're ready, I'm going to have you actually lay down on your belly with your head toward the front of the mat, or for us in the room, toward the center of the room. And you can rest your forehead on that blanket, or you can rest it on your hands, or you can rest it on your hands on your blanket. And bring your feet out as wide as you can. And with your feet wide, you might notice that it feels good to let your heels drop inward, or maybe you prefer to have the shoelaces pressing down into the floor. Either one of those is fine. So arms are just resting in the position that's most comfortable for you. That's all. And same with the forehead. You could turn and rest on your cheek or you could rest on your forehead. It's all good. And with your belly smushed by the floor and by the weight of you, see if you can breathe into the place where there's the least resistance which might be the back body, right? You might feel some expanding of the back body as you inhale. And the nice controlled collapse as you breathe out. Just feeling that gentle rise and fall. Notice any sensations. So as you inhale, maybe the sensation of a little bit of fullness in the abdomen, and then on the exhale, maybe a sense of relief or release. 
It's the same for the hips. There's probably sensations in the hips when you breathe this way. Notice. And then as mildly as possible, begin to shift your hips side to side. And this is kind of weird and challenging to tilt your hips side to side. So when you tilt to the right, maybe the left one feels lighter on the floor. And when you tilt to the left, your right one might feel like it's lighter on the floor. And we won't even go so far as to pick up the hip. It's just lighter. And the first few times you try it, you might notice that it's not very successful, which is fine. I mean for this to be a little weird and challenging, okay? And keep it really gentle. And please consider using a term or a word in your mind that reminds you to be gentle. Like when I did this practice, my word was softer. It's softer. Okay. Good job. And the next time your left hip is heavier and your right hip is lighter, I want you to stay, stay like that. Left hip is heavier, right hip is lighter. With your right knee turned out significantly, see if you can start to drag your right heel towards your groin. It's not going to go that far. It might come as close, um, maybe just closer to your left inner knee. Yeah. And then slide the right leg back out again and let the right hip soften toward the mat and do the exact same thing again. So lean left, slide your right heel, slide it and then slide it back out. And I know you'll be tempted to pick it up because you're like, oh, we're in yoga. I got to, I got to go for it. No, you don't. Just slide it. And if it doesn't slide because it's really hard for you or maybe because you don't have that much space there or because your mat is sticky, so be it. So be it. And by the way, if you feel that you need something under that right knee, you're welcome to take it if you want your blanket under there or something like that. Let's do just a few more. So leaning left, sliding the right heel towards your inner left knee. And keep it really soft. Keep it really soft. Just a few more. That's it. Right heel toward inner left knee each time. It's hard, right? Yes, it's very hard. What is this doing for us? Let me explain as we go. Okay. Now the next time your heel slides toward your left knee, you're going to stay. So your right knee is going to be poking out and maybe you want to poke it out even further. You want to slide it out. So it's almost not, not even like a half frog, but like a one third frog, <laughs> a one third frog. 
Yeah. And your foot is nice and close to your inner left thigh and you're resting there for a moment and you're breathing. Mm -hmm. And then instead of tilting your pelvis side to side, start to tilt it up and down. So it's almost going to feel like you're trying to tuck your tail softly, or maybe it's even just a thought of tucking the tail, not the actual movement even. And then there's going to be a slight lift of the tail. A teeny little tuck. And a very slight lift of your tail. Use your breath. And if you're like me, you get a lot of sensation in your inner thigh. When you do this, you feel more stretch feelings, right? But still try to keep it soft. Let's not get too caught up in the stretch because I'm going somewhere else today in your practice. Good. And then let the pelvis just rest somewhere in between the tuck and the tilt where you're like, oh yeah, this feels really soft. Just stay there for a breath. arm out in front of you to reach it out to the front or the center of the room. Lift your head enough that you can press your right palm down into the floor beside your shoulder. And then roll onto your left side so that your head is resting on your left arm. Okay, yes? And roll enough that you can pick that right knee up off of the floor and use your right hand to hug it towards your chest. You can bend your left knee if you need to. Then plant the sole of the right foot on your mat somewhere in front of you and try to point the kneecap up. It's not going to go up very high, okay? Then slide the left knee to meet the right ankle. So the left knee is going to point out to the left. Sole of the right foot is flat. And then... Roll your head off of your arm so you can reach your left arm out or maybe even hold your right ankle. It feels like twisted pigeon, for those of you familiar with that term. Okay. Bend your left knee so your heel is moving close to your rear end. And then slide your right fingertips to the left. Slide them out to the left again. So far that you almost feel like you have to round your back a little bit. Find a little cat shape in the spine. Then slide the fingers back towards your chest. And maybe they glide across your collarbone to reach your right arm all the way out to the right. And notice how you're almost doing a little cow spine here. Yeah? Your right fingertips find your chest again. They glide across the collarbones out to the left rolling to the left until you feel like you've sort of rounded your back. And by the way, if your head doesn't stay on the floor, you could put your blanket under your head. Glide your fingertips back across your chest and out to the right, finding that slight cow shape in the spine. 
Okay, you can do that a few times. So it's arm movement, but it's also a whole lot of um, spinal movement, pelvic movement. Bend this knee. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful. You too. You're doing great. I'm going to have you slide this knee just a little further this way. Yeah, good, good, good. You got it. You good? Actually, I think. Good. And then take this hand. Can I have it? It's going to reach this way. I'm going to round and tug. And then glide it across your chest and all the way out toward Bill. Yeah. A few times. A few times like that. And if you want, you can hold this ankle since it's sliding away. Mm -hmm. And do a few more playing with the amount that you tilt your pelvis, right? So we're moving between the two movements of the sacroiliac joint, which are nutation and counter-nutation. So counter-nutation is when your hand is reaching to the right. Nutation is when your hand is reaching to the left. Mm -hmm. One of these times when you're ready, you're going to keep that arm reaching way out to the right, and you're going to hold in your twisted pigeon. You're just going to hold in that open position with the arm out to the right, way out to the right. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Let me give you a little support here. Very nice. Good work. Let that right arm relax and the shoulder relax. Open up to the right, please. No, this way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would like this to be bent. Yeah. And a little more out this way. Good, 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 good. Perfect. So my objective today is to work with the pelvis and the low back. But the primary reason I want to work in this area is to pay attention to actually the nerves in this region. So as the nerves in the sacrum and lumbar regions emerge from the spine, they converge behind the hip to create one nerve, which runs all the way down your leg and into your foot, which is called the sciatic nerve. Yeah. And we, yeah, a lot of people have not very good feelings about their sciatic nerve, right? Because like my mentor says, nerves are angry buggers. Yeah, when they're not happy, they're angry, and they're mean.
How you doing? You okay? Indeed. Indeed. You're doing really well. Let's take one more breath, please, in the Twisted Pigeon. And then I'm just going to leave breadcrumbs one at a time for you into the next pose. So please don't feel like you need to rush ahead. Just patiently follow the breadcrumbs one by one, and you'll find your way into the pose, okay? And there won't even be a wicked witch at the end of the path. So send your left leg long again toward that left back corner of your mat. Yep, just send it all the way out toward the corner. That's right. And then the sole of the right foot, which is on the outside of the left thigh, needs to move to the floor to the inside of the left thigh. Yeah, so you're just going to take a little step over your thigh and land your foot toward the inner thigh on the floor. Perfect. Yes, you did great. And then your hips are shifted a little bit to the right, yes? See if you can keep them there. And if you feel, feel kind of frisky, you could even bring your head and shoulders a little more to the left. So you kind of push into the back of your head and smunch your shoulders over to the left and then bring your head to the left and then keep doing that until you feel like, oh, I'm in a quite a side bend here, right? That's right. So heel is to the left, head and shoulders are to the left. That's right. Now try not to correct your hips to the center. Just trust me. Open your right thigh up, moving it down toward the floor, out to the right. Just trust me, Bill. You trusted me, and it worked so well. Bring your foot even closer, yes. Now, probably one of your glutes, probably your left glute is kind of squished weirdly under you and not super comfortable, so you are welcome to fix that. Or if you'd like, you can adjust your hips now that you're in it. So let's let this, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So good, though. So we're going to open it and see where we go. How's that? Too much or... Okay. And then actually I want to do one more thing. I want to bring this foot a little wider if you don't mind. Yes. And this foot is even going to go narrower. Good. And then we'll come down. Okay. All right. So you're in the banana tree. Your arms out. You're in a big old side bend. So the right leg is kind of in a tree pose, right? And the rest of you is in the banana. I don't necessarily need for you to have your arms bound overhead like we often do in banana not for this pose today, because instead I'd like for you to remember that tucking of your tail and then that slight arch of your back. It's almost like you're tilting your pelvis forward or up, okay? So just imagine for a couple of breaths that you're going to slightly tuck your tail and then you're going to slightly anteriorly tilt your pelvis. So slight, so slight. And then after two breaths of imagining, if you'd like to actually try it, you have my permission now to try it and keep it soft. 
even in this very soft movement, remind yourself that this is enough. This is enough. And then whether you've been imagining that you're doing the movement or you actually are doing the movement, maybe just do one more. And then find a position for your pelvis which feels quite soft to you, that feels like enough. And hold. Just rest in your banana tree. And if you need something under that right thigh, right, sometimes it's a little too much. And you put something under it, and you say, this is enough. So the thing about all of these nerves is they exit the column of the spine, and as they converge behind the hip and move down the leg, is that at all stages of the nerve, there needs to be a lot of sliding and gliding. So whether it's at the very nerve root, where the individual nerves exit the spine, or somewhere along the chain, maybe in the flesh of your um, gluteal region, or in the often maligned piriformis muscle, which is one of the muscles you were feeling when you were in the twisted pigeon. At all stages, there needs to be a really lovely, loose, sliding effect. And that's what we're doing in this practice. Let's take one more breath in banana tree. Yeah. And so you'll probably have to go slowly. Maybe you can use your hand to help you bring the right knee up again. Yeah. And then roll over onto your left side with your knees drawn up towards your chest. Roll onto your left side with your knees drawn up towards your chest. Maybe your head is resting on your arm or maybe it's resting on the blanket. It's not just hanging there, though. It's supported by something. And even here, do a little bit of that tucking, tilt. Tilt your pelvis, tuck it under, and then bring your tailbone back and keep it so soft. So this is kind of a very mild version of a nerve flossing technique that's used to work with... um, sciatic nerve pain, radiating pain. And it's great for anybody, even if you don't have pain down the back of your leg. Good. And then please 
Roll into your hands and help yourself up to all fours, coming to a tabletop position. With your head toward the front or the center of the mat. And take a cow-shaped spine round your back and tuck your tail. And then if it's okay for you, tuck your left toes. Tuck your left toes, because you were probably resting on your shoelaces now. Tuck your left toes. And then point <clears throat> your left toes. Keep the cat shape. Tuck your right toes. And then point your right toes. Tuck left. And point. Tuck right. And point. And then keep all ten toes pointed. Use your hands to push your hips, still in the cat-shaped spine. Push your hips back towards your heels, any amount. You don't need to go very far. And then still with the cat shape in the spine, rock forward back into your hands. Still keep the cat. So we have not come out of the cat shape, the tucked tail position yet. Move back towards your heels. And then move forward with your shoulders out over your wrists once more. Last time, please. And then find the cow. Lifting your heart, lifting your tail. That's the anterior tilt pelvis. And tuck your left toes. And then point them. Then tuck your right toes. And then point them. Two more times. Left. Right. Last time. Left. And right. And still in that cow-shaped spine, push your hips towards your heels. The cow, the cow shape is going to kind of move a little bit, right? It's not going to be perfectly cow. Move back over your wrists. Do two more. Just do your best, okay? It's not about doing it right. It's just about very gentle mobilization. Restoring that lovely gliding that we need. And the next time you've come back over your wrists, I'm going to have you come back to your belly. Resting on your belly the way that you did when you began your practice with your legs wide. And already beginning to shift the pelvis side to side like you did earlier. Already. And maybe that will help you to even widen your legs more knowing what is going to happen soon. Yeah. Good. Yes. So as usual, when, when I see these techniques, I often feel that they are a little aggressive. Knowing what we know now, the most essential point, which is that nerves are angry buggers, right? It makes sense to me that we should approach this movement of these nerves gently and reminding ourselves constantly that this is enough. Do a couple more side to side. Yes, yes. Beautiful work, everyone. 
And the next time your hips are tilted to the right, you're going to stay. Then bring your left heel towards your inner right knee. Yeah, you'll have to adjust the first few times. It won't feel quite right. You'll get it. And then slide the leg back out. Bring the hips both even. Bring them even. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. Sliding heel. And then back out. Beautiful. And you may find that you really need to tilt a lot to get your heel back. Yes, go for it. Or you may find that you are super, super open in your thighs and that you don't have to open very much at all to slide your heel back. We're so very proud of you. Either way. (laughs) Either way, it's fine. So I know you're feeling some stretches, which is great. But remember that when you feel the tissue stretching, the nerves are also stretching. Yes? And when nerves aren't used to stretching, or maybe they've been kind of stuck in tissues that have been locked up or guarded for some time, they get angry. They aren't fond of that, right? So that's why we're moving very gently. These mobilizations are very gentle. And maybe in your mind you'll remember that the nerves are being stretched as the tissues are being stretched. Nerves are gliding through stretching tissues. What a concept, right? You mean I'm not just stretching my muscles? No, goodness no. And let's do one more with the leg out and one more. The last one, you'll bring the heel back in towards your right inner knee. Maybe the knee stays out a little further. Maybe you bring it out further intentionally like a three-quarters or like a one-third frog instead of a half frog, right? Make sense? Yeah. You can bring it out more if you need to. Out to the right. Out to the left, excuse me. And then maybe just imagining initially, I'm going to tuck my tail. And then I'm going to lift my tail. And if you find that either one of those... um, kind of brings on your symptoms, right? If you're somebody who has that uh, um, sciatic pain, maybe it's best for you just to imagine this right now. Or just do 50% of what you were doing before. Because if we don't remind these tissues of what it feels like to move comfortably to move feeling empowered, then they're not going to improve. We can't just not do it. And one of these times when you're ready, you're just going to remain still. So even if you were just imagining it, you can stop imagining it now. A lot of times when we're having a, a problem... We think, well, if I just don't do it, it'll be okay, but that's not true. (laughs) It's not going to be okay. At some point, you have to start moving again. You have to start provoking it in the very nicest way. You got to poke the bear.
Now reach your right arm forward so the upper arm is right beside your head. Lift your head and plant your left palm beside your shoulder. And then use that hand to help you roll onto your right side. Let your head just rest on your arm. Maybe you're going to need to bend the right knee a little bit so you can roll even more onto your right side and use your left hand to hug your left knee in. Right, so maybe the right knee needs to bend more so you're balanced as you pull the left knee in towards your chest. Use your left hand to hold it. Yeah, bend your right knee, your bottom knee, so that it's almost like a kickstand for you, right? So you're not going to tip over. And then the sole of the left foot plants onto the mat. Just put your little footprint there on the mat. Maybe the knee looks up beautifully, maybe it doesn't. And then slide your right thigh all the way toward the outside of your left foot and bend your right knee so your heel is close to your butt, okay? So you're looking at a figure four shape with your legs, aren't you? Bring the arm out from under your head. Bring your head either to the floor or, if it's kind of a reach, put your head on a blanket and reach your left fingertips towards your right fingertips until your spine rounds and your tail tucks. And then glide your fingers along your arm, across your collarbones, out to the left until you feel a little anterior tilt. And then glide past the collarbones again to the right. And glide past the collarbones, opening to the left. Beautiful. And the whole time the left knee is looking up-ish. It's going to roll down toward the floor when you close, right, when your spine is rounded. And it should pop up a little bit when you find the anterior tilt. Maybe you've already noticed that, right? So the leg is moving. It's not immobile. Remember, we're trying to mobilize. (laughs) That's the important thing here. And so finding that little tuck and then the little anterior tilt of the pelvis is really essential, Because one of the areas that we have identified as often being difficult is this piriformis. So when you open, you're probably already feeling a stretch in the outer hip, which is that piriformis muscle area. And we know that because of the way the sciatic nerve moves across the pelvis, right, and through the pelvic foramen, sometimes the sciatic nerve grows around it in a way that gets it really stuck, So here we're just moving gently. We're not just stretching the holy bejesus out of the piriformis. We're just moving. We're just reminding the piriformis. Look how beautifully you can let go, piriformis. Look how beautifully you can glide, sciatic nerve. And one of these times, when you're ready, your left arm is going to reach out to the left... And it's going to stay there. Maybe you find that your right shoulder blade is scrunched under you and it needs to move outward and flatten to the floor for you to open up more. Right, Bill? So the right shoulder blade might need to move even further that way. Yeah, which might give you that feeling of, yeah, you already felt it. You knew. Trust yourself. Should we use a bolster? 
for your shoulder. Yeah. Oh, look at you with your externally rotated shoulder. I love it. I'm going to give you this as a special reward. There you go. <laughs> I would have given it to you anyway. <laughs> and then I'm going to bend this. It's going to make it a little easier. Yeah, like that. Ooh, yes. Stretch here. Good. Too much? Kind of. Can I ask, what would happen if you sort of let this hip relax this way? It doesn't want to, it's not going to go a ton. It's not going to go a lot, okay? But is it more tolerable or no? It is. Okay, good. And it's not going to come to the floor. No, no, that, that's not supposed to. I just wanted your hips tilted like they are. And if you need a break, you take a break. Yeah, just take a break. So a mild stretch is okay. You know, a lot of times we get that, that shooting pain down the leg and we read, oh, the piriformis is tight, so I better stretch the holy bejesus out of it. And guess what? The symptoms never improve. Keep it mild. Remind yourself, this is enough. Just this is enough. Super stretchy, or is it getting numb? Oh, it feels tight there. Well, we're almost done, so you can come out of it when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da! Okay. <laughs> so the right leg, which is resting on the floor, that one, slide the heel out toward the right corner, the right back corner of your mat, yes. And then the sole of your foot, which is resting on the floor to the outside of your right thigh, Step it to the floor to the inside of your right thigh. Footprint on the floor, please. Hips are shifted way to the left. Maybe you want to bring your head and shoulders more to the right even, knowing that you're coming to the banana tree. That's right. And then when you're ready, without correcting your hips, just trust me, and your foot really close to your inner thigh, Bill, let that left thigh open up. And you may need to shift your hips, right? You might be like, oh, no, that doesn't work. Or you might be like, oh, wow, that was awesome. Not shifting my hips. Yes, and if you find that you need something under the left thigh, that's cool. We can use something. Bring your foot even closer to your thigh. That's it. Good. Is that enough? Okay. Arms are out to the sides, maybe up a little bit. They don't need to bind today. And you may find that one of your glutes is just not quite right, yeah? Often it's that right glute. It's kind of sc weirdly squished under you, and often it's squeezed like hell, you know? Is there a way that you could widen that glute flesh which will make it really hard for you to squeeze it, right? Like maybe you can shift around. You could even manually pull the glute out a little bit if you need to. Yeah. 
so that it's like in kind of a weird position that would make it hard for you to squeeze it. Hard to have a bun of steel. <laughs> Just one bun. A little too much. I do this. Should I push this down further? I think your hips could be more level. Try that first, yes. And then the other thing... It doesn't, mine doesn't touch. Okay. Yeah, you got wicked open thighs. Is it, is this okay? Is it, either way it's fine? Okay. Gosh, no. No, we should not try to push it. No. No, we should not. And my thigh doesn't get that close, by the way. <laughs> Although I might like to have your head and shoulders more that way. Yeah, even more, even more. Yeah, so you end up almost like this, Right. Yeah, good. This is enough. One more breath in the banana tree. Nice and easy. Bring the sole of the left foot flat. So the kneecap is pointing up once again. And then roll over onto your right side. Curl up a little bit and support your head either with an arm or your blanket or maybe your head just rests on the floor. Make sure your head isn't hanging out in space, okay? Because you're going to be there for a breath or two. Knees are drawn up toward the chest. And when you're ready, even as you're still arriving, maybe you're going to do a little tuck of your tail and then a little tilt backward of your tail. Yeah. And keep it so mild. This is enough, right? Nobody ever said nerves need to move like a foot and a half, right? They need to move like three millimeters, guys. <laughs> Three millimeters. And what's more, when we overdo it, sometimes we have the opposite effect of what we're attempting to do. Instead of relaxing and softening tissues, they actually start to guard a little bit more. Nice job. Nice job, everyone. 
So go ahead and roll into your hands and come back up to your tabletop position. In your tabletop position, shoelaces are on the floor. Tuck ten toes and cow your spine. Lift your tail and your heart. And then cat your spine. Keep the toes tucked. Twice more. Next time you pass through neutral, untuck your toes. Take the cow spine and push your hips back towards your heels any amount. Keep the cow spine and come forward. Cat your spine. Press your hips back towards your heels. Keep the spine in cat. Press forward again. Here's the cow flowing back to the heels. And forward. Here's the cat flowing back to the heels. And then forward. Last one. Cow. And cat. Good. Nice job. And then take your, back in neutral, take your blanket and open it up so you have kind of a long strip, nice long strip. And it's somewhat thick. And then out in front of that blanket, put a single block on low setting And several inches in front of the first block, put another block on low setting. And then take your bolster and put that on top of the block. So you've made a little stone hinge. And the bolster, which is the end of the bolster, which is closest to you, has a block under it. Okay? And then bring your two knees onto that blanket. And slide your knees out as wide as you can. This is not going to be your favorite pose, Sally. As wide as you can. Your navel resting on the bolster. Navel is on the bolster for sure. It can't be off the bolster. It needs to be on there. And then go ahead and lay the belly chest down, maybe your cheek on the bolster and the tadpole. Now, if you're pretty open here, the blocks may be overkill. You may not need the blocks, but I don't want you to have a ton of, ton of sensation, okay? I want it to be relatively mild. Gotcha. Then let's see, how does it feel to bring those knees wide? Your big toes can stay close together. Yes. And then your, maybe your elbows rest. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe your chest can rest on there and you can bring your elbows down. Hmm. Let me give something else. Will you come up, please? It's really hard, I know. This is a big pose. First of all, it needs to come much closer to you. Okay, so your belly is going to be resting on it. 
And then actually I'm going to take this like this. Now see, what does it feel like to lay your cheek on there? What do you think? Still too much? Uh, Oh, it's for your... Okay, well then you can rest on your chin or your forehead if you want. There we go. There we go. Okay. And when you need breaks, you come out, you take a break, maybe cow and cat. All right? Now, sometimes we get kind of scrunched forward, like the position is a little too much, and so we end up getting shoved forward. I would like your knee and your hip on the same plane, right? So your butt might need to move back if if you've been coming forward, forward, forward. And then once you've established that your knee and your hip are kind of on the same plane, I'd like for you to imagine doing a little bit of a cow shape. Yep, knees wider. Knees wider and hips back. That's it. And you are way open enough for that, right? You okay? Mm-hmm. Little bit of a cow shape, little bit of a cat shape. And your imagination. And your imagination is just fine. And then... If you feel like you want to try it, go for it. I know it's a weird thing to do, but maybe you'll actually do the movement. Good. And then either in your imagination or IRL, come back to the center, neutral pelvis, tilt a little side to side, either in your imagination or IRL. That's in real life, guys. <laughs> I just learned that like two weeks ago. Now, the next time either this is actually happening or it's only in your imagination, the next time your pelvis is tilted to the right, try to do a tiny bit of a cow shape, rounding, tucking your tail under. And then a little bit of a cat uh, cat shape. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Cow and cat. And then return to center and do the same on the left. Tilting left, little cow and cat. It's so tiny. And you'll say to yourself, this is enough. I am enough. Do it one or two more times on each side, yeah, or take a break. And you could even do it from a tabletop, right? Totally do it from a tabletop. This is enough. I am enough. Well done, everyone. That was a good hold you had there. Just take a breath of stillness. Breath of stillness. Oh, great, great variation, Sally. I love it. Just resting in what feels like middle neutral to you.
and then press down into your hands. I say bring big toes together and push the heels toward your, push your butt towards your heels, but you can devise any number of strategies to come out of that gracefully, yes. And then bring the knees back together. Take the, so the stuff in front of you might just need to get shoved to one side because you're going to bring your knees to one side so that you can sit to the outside of your heels and bring your legs forward. Bring your legs forward. Now, if sitting tall for you is a challenge, take that blanket strip, maybe fold it another time so it's really thick and put it under your rear end. And you're facing the front for now. You don't have to, but you could face the front if you wanted to stay with us. So your legs are extended out. Maybe you're sitting on a blanket if it's, if it's difficult to sit up tall. And then you're going to point your toes back towards your face. <clears throat> and you're going to tuck your chin and round your shoulders forward. And then do the opposite. Point your toes away from you. Lift your heart, widen your collarbones. Pretend your heart is a beam of light and shine it up to the sky. And then draw that light back in and down. As you round your back, tuck your chin, pull your toes back towards your face. And then point your toes away from you. Lift your heart. One more. Find neutral. So point your toes back to your face, lift your heart toward the sky. And then point your toes away from you, round your back and tuck your chin. Point the toes towards your face, lift your heart, gaze at the sky. Put your toes away and round. Last one. So it's the cow-shaped spine with the toes pointing back. Cat-shaped spine with the toes pointing forward. Keep the toes pointing forward, find neutral spine. Once again, flex your toes back towards your face, neutral spine. If you're sitting on a blanket, go ahead and shift forward off of it. Slide it out. Take your bolster under your thighs. And maybe you'd like to have your blanket under your head because I'm going to have you just lay down onto your back. Lay down onto your back with your head resting comfortably. Maybe it's on a blanket, but not too elevated. Yeah. And the, let me get that for you. The bolster is under the thighs. Go ahead and come on down. I think that's right. Yes. Good. Good. Not so much under the calves, right? Because I still want your heels on the floor or close. Yep. Toes flop out to the sides. Arms wide open, tilt your pelvis just a tiny bit side to side. Tiny bit side to side, a little easier this way, isn't it? And you feel your glutes helping you, right? 
Now, if this provokes any symptoms, just get really curious and do less. And the next time you're tilted to the left, stay there, stay tilted to the left, and try to do a little cow spine. So you're going to tilt your pelvis forward, front of the pelvis tilts forward, maybe the spine arches slightly. And then tuck your tail with your pelvis tilted to the left. And then neutral, come back to the middle, and do the same on the right. So... It's a tilt to the right and a tiny little cow and cat. It's so tiny because this is enough. You are enough, just like this. Do one more on each side. And then when you're ready, return to neutral and center. And maybe you don't feel like you fully are centered, right? Maybe you're tilting a little to one side. It's okay. Think soft, soft pelvis, soft low back. You let the whole body just sink into the mat. Let the breath just return to its spontaneous tempo. Let the mind fall back. For Shavasana.
yogis. It's time to deepen the breath again. Time to restore movement to the limbs, small movements at first. When you're ready, find your way onto the side of your choice and rest there. Roll into your hands and rise up to your seat, face the center or front. Press your palms together in front of your heart. Namaste. 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 Self-care isn't just about getting away or escaping. Self-care is about returning to yourself, honoring your body's vast intelligence and supporting your very, very real needs. It's also really hard. If you're struggling with knowing how to nurture and support yourself for optimal wellness, join me this winter in the beautiful Samana Peninsula of the Dominican Republic. This late winter retreat will introduce you to the pillars of self-care, all while you're revitalizing yourself with daily movement and mindfulness practice, fresh local cuisine, glorious nature, and incredible opportunities to soak up the culture and history of the Dominican Republic. March 3rd through the 10th of 2024 will be here before you know it. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and claim your spot in this incredible wellness retreat.